Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with my good friend Jacques Lucier from Dixon, Kentucky. It's such an honor, Jacques, to have you here today and just to share how God can change you. You know, your testimony and mine are similar in a lot of ways. And, and one is that peace that we had at that altar and the love that we felt. And that's that's when you know you had a true born-again experience because God will take everything in your life and wash it with the blood of Jesus. Mm. And you just Amen. have this perfect peace. You know, those of you out there today that maybe you know religion, and I just want to encourage you to listen carefully and go back in these last couple of days because, you know, one of my favorite sayings, those of you who listened to my podcast before, is, you know, going to church no more makes us a Christian than sitting in a garage makes us a car. Right. And because I, you know, I know, and it wasn't that the church was necessarily wrong. It's just that we have to have a personal relationship. Jesus said you must be born again to go to heaven. And we, it doesn't say you can warm up a church pew to 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit and you're going to heaven. And so I just encourage you, if you've never been born again, uh, just listen, open up your heart um, to God today and let's pray. Father, we're thankful that you're a good God, you're a merciful God, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're, that you're opening up the hearts of those listening today, that, that let, let more of you in, or in some cases, let you in for the first time. And I just thank you for it, Father, and, and the testimonies and the lives are being changed. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Back to you, Jacques. Oh. Thanks for having me here again, Greg. I ended last podcast with uh, talking about when I first got born again, I come back home and my wife looked at me and smiled, something she never did before when I walked in the door, without me telling her, said, you've been changed. And I told her I'd give my life to Christ. I started my walk with God then. Uh, for everybody out there, for believers out there who, who know Jesus and you think, well, I can't make a difference, I hope everybody realizes that Talking to one person, saving one soul to know Jesus, it not only changes their lives, but it can change a whole family. It could change, take away generational curses from that family. Because if you listen to the first podcast, I grew up in a very angry, abusive household. And my household wasn't no different. But because of Jesus, that all changed. A wife and children that used to walk around tiptoe around me actually started, they saw the change. They, my oldest kids would tell my youngest kids, and they still to this day, they'd be like, the dad you grew up with was not the dad we had when we were little. <laughs> they'd, see, they'd see one of my kids, my younger daughters joke with me, and they'd be like, uh, if I'd done that, I'd got a whooping and grounded for a month. <laughs> but it, it changed. Witnessing to one person and bringing, talking to one person about Jesus, the change in their lives, is, is, it flows out from them to everybody around him. I mean, it restored not only my household, but it restored my relationship with my mother. We didn't have a good relationship. We never talked. And I realized the Lord forgave me of things that my mom did and more things that I did that my mom would have probably never even thought about doing that wasn't good. And I went and talked to her. And I forgave her and... Up to the time she passed, she would, every time she'd see me, she'd go, do you forgive me for your childhood? And I always tell her, Mom, it's done. It's over with. Amen. That that doesn't matter. So it restored relationship with not only with my children, but it restored relationship with my mom. And that's what one witness, the one person can do. You can not only change that person's life, but you change the people around them. And because of that, my my children are saved. My wife was always saved. If you go back and listen, you know she has power of prayer, mm -hmm. and it's changed my life. Now, I wasn't perfect, 
Far from it. Still not. Come on. But I keep walking. Amen. Keep praying to God guide me. Get into the Word. And that was, uh, I went to different churches after I got saved. And it never was the right fit. And there was always something that, like a lot of people say, well, they did this that made me mad. I had one preacher, one pastor at a church tell me that I wasn't allowed to talk to, I was heading up a youth group. I actually went out, bought a van and picked everybody up and brought them to the church. But he told me I was a babysitter and I wasn't allowed to talk about the word. So needless <laughs> to say, I didn't stay there. <laughs> he said he was the only one allowed to talk to anybody about the scripture. So I said, okay, that's not what God asked me to do here. So yeah. I, I walked away. But that actually stopped me from going to attending a church for a while because I'm like, well, they, they just want to control. I still had a pride thing going on. That's what it was. It was not, it was a pride thing in me. I, I was like, well, they, everybody's going to tell me what this man up there, what makes him think he can tell me what to do. And then uh, we ended up going to a church in Marion, Kentucky, Life and Cry. And for the first time, we actually drive by about 12 churches to go to this church wow. and drive about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on if I'm driving or if my wife's driving. Because yeah. <laughs> I drive a lot slower, she drives a lot faster. So it could take anywhere from 30 to when I drive 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, the whole family went that first time, and and I knew, I knew that that was where we were supposed to be. When we got back in the car, we started driving off. We tried other churches, and everybody's like, no, nah, I don't like this, or I don't like it, I don't want to go there. And, and I looked at my wife, and we looked at each other, and I'm like, I think that's where we need to go. And she's like, yeah. So we drive, like I said, probably about t- by about 12 churches to get the one that we felt yeah. God called us to be in. Hey, Jacques, share the pastor's name and the church and the, and the city again, so people that want uh, to attend can go there. Pastor uh, is Chris McDonald, Pastor uh, Sue and Chris McDonald. Uh, it's in Marion, Kentucky, Life in Christ. It's right outside of town. Praise God. Well, if you're in that area, go visit the church. Oh, yeah. We've got signs and wonders going on. Amen. Trying to be the church of Acts. Come on. Amen. So finding a good church was the catalyst that stepped me up. It got me into the Word more. I was reading the Word, but I didn't have no uh, guidance in the Word because yeah. I didn't have a, a pastor that I was supposed to be under. Yeah. And that's one thing from my past was I didn't like being told what to do, and I didn't like another man controlling me mm-hmm. or telling me that I should do this or I shouldn't do that. And so I had to, the Lord had talked me about humbling myself that I needed that guidance because my thing was always, I can carry the load. I used to always say that to my wife and kids. I can carry the load. I can carry the load. Well, I realized I can't do it without God. I can't Amen. do it without Jesus. Amen. And He, I, I can't do it. I need the guidance of a, of a mentor, of a pastor, with his anointing to lead me as a new Christian at the time to go, to, to walk with Christ, Amen. to develop a relationship. Because I never, I heard about the word, but before I got saved, I always thought God was, do what I tell you to do or be punished. And now I know that God is about a relationship. Yes, he is. About seeking him developing that relationship with them, just like a, a man with his children. God wants you, his children to know him, yeah. to understand him. And the Word teaches you how to do that. Yeah. It teaches you his will. Yes, it does. And, uh, so I started getting in the Word and growing closer and closer with that relationship with God. Yeah. 
know, just prompted Jacques, uh, those of you that maybe have a struggle in that area with church and, you know, I, I tell the guys in jail, you know, I'm not here to recruit you for my church. I'm here to recruit you for the kingdom Amen. and let God show you where he wants you to be. And he has a shepherd for all of us, you know, and people think sometimes, oh, it's, it's easy to be a pastor. You get this nice pay and you, know, you get to <laughs> preach every Sunday. But it's, I tell you what, I know my pastor very well and it's not easy being a pastor and all the responsibility and all those souls that you're accountable for, for sharing the word of God. Yes. And, and Pastor Crabb, Oh, over a year ago now, as on my podcast, he talked about having a shepherd. I'd encourage you to go back and, and search for that. If you're struggling with the church thing, C-R-A-B-B, Pastor Crab, wonderful man of God. And those of you that need to dig further into that, I encourage you to go back there because, uh, you know, having the right uh, church, is it, it makes all the difference oh, in yeah. your life. And then a lot of that is just sitting under the submission of him because I don't know how many times, Jacques, you can witness to this. Yeah, I'm sitting in church and I need an answer in some area. And then he preaches about that. And then everybody else is getting, needs an answer on something else, right? And if you find a good pastor, he can do that. Now, if he's just going to read out of the Reader's Digest magazine and give you a couple of things, you're not going to get much of that. You go, you go who told him about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I didn't tell nobody. <laughs> uh, God is good. Well, Jacques, we're going to go on to day four here shortly. You would go ahead and pray for our listeners. Dear Heavenly Father, we come now. We thank you for this time together. We take Thank you for this time to witness about you. We pray that these words help someone out there to draw closer to you, to give, to know you as their Lord and Savior, to have a relationship with you. Bless them and guide them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact Jacques through our ministry. We'll hook you up at uh, CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. And I really want to thank those of you that drop messages or whatever on the on the podcast. It's encouraging. You know, we all need to be encouraged, you know, because the devil's always trying to beat us up and say, man, you messed that up. You did this or did that. And, you know, just uh, I want to encourage it. it. It means a lot to encourage people. Thank you for those of you that encouraged me in my ministry. And, and thank you, Jacques, for being here. And, folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.